Hey, what's up? This is Billy from the Chair Talk. So, I haven't been on in a while. Just to let you know, my dad uh, passed away about four days ago. I'm a little emotional during this podcast, and you know why. So anyway, I'm sitting here. Uh, I had a few beers, understandably. Uh, my dad's death hit me. Lot harder than I thought it would ever hit me. But I guess it just goes to show that, you know, no matter if your dad's a prick or an asshole or whoever he is, he still gave birth to you. And you'll love him unconditionally to the end, and which I do, and I miss him terribly. It's been very difficult for me, very difficult. Uh, can't even share how difficult it's been. When my mom passed away when I was 28. It was insane. Insanity. Like, I didn't even know where I was. My thoughts were all fucked up. So it was really powerful. My mom passed away. I'm not going to say belittle my dad or anything, but it's been very strong for sure. I really didn't think, honestly, that it would affect me the way it has, <clears throat> but I'm struggling, I'm struggling every day, uh, it's harder and harder every day to, uh, I mean, it's not the kind of thing like, oh yeah, you, you know, he'd hold your hand or anything, but he was my dad, you know, my foundation, like, where I came from, like, he created me a life. Now, like, he's gone, my mom is gone. And that's my whole foundation. That's, that's my, my beginning. And it's gone. So there's like, you know, I'm not in a relationship, I don't have kids. So I'm like, who do you pass that on to? Who do you pass your legacy, basically? Because it's it's gone now. Like my mom passed, my dad passed. The foundation is crumbled. It's gone. 
it's hard to deal with that, to be honest. And honestly, I just, I don't want to be here. It was too much, and I just keep getting these flashbacks of, uh, well, I could have been. You know, not like, you know, I, I don't remember a lot when he was here. I wasn't real close, except when I was, when I was a kid. But I look at the future and, and like, what could have been. And, you know, if it, if it was you or I, and it all depends if you, you know, what you're into. But when you look at it this way, when you look at it that way, and you, and you just kind of say it's like, uh, I'm not going to see a tree anymore. I'm not going to see grass. I'm not going to see water. I'm not going to see my kids. How do you put that in perspective? I don't know how you do. I don't know how you do that. I, I never, I've, I've never, you know, went through that experience that, but I am feeling the loss of my father. And I'm just thinking, like, I guess what maybe I would have thought of, like, what's next, or, you know, or all the stuff he's going to miss. Like, unfortunately, my dad <coughs> has never really heard me, well, actually, he's never heard me play guitar in front of him. Which is devastating to me. Because I really wanted... I really wanted to express that to him. But I guess, you know, maybe he was unsure where I was going in my life, and I was unsure too. But that was one aspect of my life that I would definitely like to share with him. I guess, like, I don't know if he, to say he could be proud or... I don't know, because I don't understand that feelings. I don't know, I mean, maybe, yeah, deep down that would have been awesome to be proud of the son that he could accomplish this or that and, and maybe that uh, you know that's what I was looking for but it's not a means to an end you know what I mean it wasn't like oh yeah 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 my dad you know I'm good my dad even backed me up nothing like that because he never knew he never he knew I played guitar, but that was it. It was just like a, a fragment, a moment, a question, like, 
you know, he knew I played guitar. He's not going to answer another question and be like, how good I am or how good I was because he didn't know all that. He just knew that I did play, if he even knew that, I don't know. So I would have definitely liked to share my experience with him. Not to be judged, not to be like, oh, my son does this or that, just to be you know, like, hey, Dad, like, do you like this? Is it, is this like, this is what I'm working on. I care about your opinion. Stuff like that. I miss him. I love him. And I'm hurting. Definitely hurting. Earlier, like yesterday, when I left. Driving, you know, pulled up to the stop sign. I was still inside the park before I pulled out onto the main road. And a truck that pulled in exactly like my dad's. It was a Chevy. Uh, I don't know, whatever, Silverado or fifteen hundred, whatever he had. It looked exactly like it. it had the rust spots on it where he had it. And the driver looked exactly like him. I don't know if, uh, even though I was driving, this was real. If that was an illusion, or if it was just some normal person, I, I couldn't tell you. But I know it freaked me out a little bit. Not freak me out in a bad way, just freak me out like, oh my fucking God, did I just see some kind of residual or something? But anyway, so here's a story from what I know, okay? My dad died uh, roughly about four days ago, okay? There was no funeral. I never went to a funeral. Um, he wanted to be cremated, according to my younger sister. I don't know that for a fact, but that's what she said. So anyway, I'm not expecting any kind of... Um, anything from my dad... And it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters. It doesn't matter that I want something. It matters that I loved him. It matters that I want to know what happened. Like, I know a lot of people like, oh, how he died or whatever, but I kind of want to know. I kind of want to... I was given very little information. The only thing I was told is 
my sister, my younger sister Jenny called me on Facebook, on Messenger, and I missed the call. She said, you got to call me back. It's about Dad. And then when I called her back, she told me my dad passed away about, like, 28 minutes ago, and that was around 9 o'clock or whatever. So that's all, the only information she, she gave me. She's like, Dad passed away. I'm sorry. She's like, I'm sorry, Bill. That's all she said to me. I had no other information. I had no... Um, nothing about the funeral arrangements or cremation. But like two days later, like my brother, um, some funeral hall, funeral hall called him and he had to have a signature. Um, they wanted him to sign for his cremation, which is fine. But there was just so much going on, like, the death of my dad, and I didn't, you know, I was so fucking confused of what the fuck was going on at all. So I kind of, re I, I refused uh, to sign anything. Uh, my brother was on the phone with, uh, I don't know, the, the place where they have funerals or do the dead body things or whatever, mortuary or whatever. They wanted him to sign. Now, it's not that I didn't want to sign, but I didn't know what he wanted. I had no idea. It wasn't like in, you know, my, my older sister didn't know, so they say, and my younger sister, even though they were the closest to my dad, apparently they didn't know anything either. Only that he passed away in the nursing home and his caregiver was taking care of she paid for the cremation or whatever. No. I don't want to question anything and I feel like an asshole when I do, but Here's the, the really weird thing about it, okay? Now, I had no idea who was in control of my dad's personal belongings or him or his body or whatever. I don't know who had power of attorney or blah, blah, blah. It's such a touchy subject. But what I do know is that my sister, my older sister, asked for our signature so he could be cremated, right? Which is fine. The only thing I had a question about is, when you have power of attorney, which is basically power over their body, once that person dies, power of attorney or not, Everything stops. Once that person passes away, you have no longer power of attorney over nothing. So why was I asked to give my signature for cremation over somebody that didn't have control of it? I know it sounds petty. A lot of you might disagree. That's just the way I feel.
So, long story short, I didn't sign it. Um, and my brother, my other brother, who hated my dad, hated him. And just to mention hate, he posted, this is right after my, right after, within hours of my dad passing, he posted on Facebook that he has zero sadness in quotes he put on there for my dad. So I'm just saying, why would my brother who posted that who hated my dad would be all of a sudden willing to sign to have him cremated because you've got to have four of the five siblings to cremate somebody in your family and that and that's fine But what I don't get is, you know, what my older sister was telling me the whole time. It's like, she doesn't have control of my dad's finances. He said, uh, he said that our family was greedy and didn't deserve anything, according to what she said. And he had a caregiver, which I know he did. I don't know for a fact, but from what I heard. But what I don't understand is if she had power of attorney, why was I asked to sign his cremation? From her. Because, like I said, the power of attorney, look it up. Look it up in law, my mind, whatever you gotta do, stops exactly when that person dies. So she could have power attorney almighty mole for this whole time for months and months and months. But once my dad passed away, she didn't have rights to shit. So when I was asked to sign that, it made me a little bit cautious. And a lot of you might disagree, and I don't give a shit if you do or you don't. Because I'm in this situation and you're not. So, that's what I thought at the time. I could have been, like, overstating it, overfeeling because of the death of my dad. So I'm overwhelmed with feelings. And I get that and all that's fine. But anyway, in the end, well, not in the end, it's still in the process, but my brother, supposedly... My other brother that said he feels zero sadness signed to have my dad cremated because I wouldn't. That's a little peculiar to me. Another thing, I was talking to my sister, my younger sister, just about plans or if there was a funeral or blah 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 and my older sister interrupted saying that I shouldn't ask her those kind of questions and blah 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 
I'm, I'm not really sure what that was all about, but I practically, you know, I told her that I just, uh, I kind of disowned her, her and my younger sister. Not because I don't love them. I will always love them because they're my family. When I mentioned, like, you're kind of dead to me, you're not, I don't really want anything to do with them. It's because they're hiding something from me. And I don't care what they say, they, uh, the words don't really match up with the actions and text, the replies are very, I don't know, you could say revealing, and not to mention, I do not want to bring this up, but when my mom passed away, okay, no one, no one was ever in it for any money, my mom didn't have any money, but there was a little extra money that my brother or my sister and my older brother my other brother decided not to tell the rest of the family about which they kept that to themselves whatever the amount was or but they kept that. They did not disclose that to us. And I found out about it. So they lied. And that's, that's pure greed. And it's horrible. So in a way, I guess that, that plays into to my dad passing with my, my sister. You know, I don't, I don't know what her ultimate goal is. I, you know, I don't doubt she loved my dad. I have no doubt that. But I also know she's very greedy. And whatever she could get out of it, I guess. You know, she did with my mom. She didn't tell us, uh, three of us. We didn't find out until years later. And now, with my dad passing, you know, I'm not saying any kind of thing is happening like that. But she's pissed at me because when she asked me to sign the cremation, I just asked her, I was like, well, can I see a will or can I see uh, what my dad's wishes were? Now, even if there was another lady in control, an executor, or uh, she was a caregiver, she, he would have told her that. That's all I want to know. That's the only information I want to know. I mean, like, when he passed away, did he suffer? Or, like, what was his, his wishes? Did he want to be cremated? Excuse me. 
about that. I want to see how to go to the bathroom. Anyway, so back to the point. I'm not trying to uh, interrupt my dad's service or cremation or whatever. All I wanted was some information because I didn't have any. Um, my younger sister and my other sister were the only ones that were communicating with my dad and they only really knew where he was at. I didn't even know what funeral home, or um, I didn't even know what retirement home he was at. And they wouldn't tell me. So I looked to them when this happened and I didn't get any information. So I refused to sign for him to be cremated. Only because I had questions. And my brother, who hated him, signed for him to be cremated. He didn't have to. I still had another sister that could have signed. You gotta have four out of five children. But whatever. So that's what it is. My friend Tom, who I, you know, our friendship's shaky as it is. You know, it's here and there. Uh, hit or miss. Um, you know, my honesty pisses him off sometimes, and the same way he his honesty pisses me off sometimes. But whatever, you know, I love the brother. I I support him in whatever choices he makes, and I respect that he's has my support as far as this. Uh, with my dad. Well, like I said, it's been rocky. It's been on and off. and It's been a mess. But I haven't seen him in a long time. And I miss him. And I love him. And I don't really, I don't have any kind of ill words towards him. You know, I, there's a lot of things I disagree with him on. But it's like any other friend, you know, you disagree with certain views or whatever, and, and that's it. And I do. Some things I totally disagree with him on. Sometimes, some things he disagrees with me. That's just the way it is. But we'll always have that love for each other. which I'm grateful for because he was he was there uh, when my mom passed away and he's here now so that helps as far as my other family my sisters are kind of like even though they informed me that he passed away 
it was pretty devastating when there was no funeral. They weren't very, um, didn't disclose very much, didn't really seem saddened. They just, uh, my sister called me and told me that he passed, and she said, I'm sorry, Bill, and then hung up. There was no other uh, conversation. No information was disclosed or anything. Which is fine. It is what it is. What I can tell you. When my mom passed away. I was 28 years old. I was devastated. And her death impacted me severely. When it first happened, I couldn't remember what apartment I lived in. I couldn't, like, it was a mess. And uh, now, with my dad passing, I didn't think it would be even close to that hard. But after the like second day or third day, and it really just started kind of hitting me. Hitting me in a pretty severely, I'd say. Um, I've reached out to a few people and uh, no one really reacted or responded to more like, like, yeah, my parents died, blah, blah, blah. It was really impactful for me and hard and, uh, just be honest, I'm being honest on here. And so I'm scared. I'm scared of my uh I'm scared of my I don't know, I guess uh Probably my thoughts and my actions, because um, I'm pretty impulsive, so I mean, like I said, so like, well, as y'all already know, you guys know I'm on Ritalin three times a day, and I'm on Norco six times a day, and it would take nothing, no effort whatsoever, just to swallow a bunch of pills, and I'm compulsive, so that makes it very, very tricky, and I'm alone, um, so I'm not talking to anybody, so that makes it even harder. 
But I guess the good thing is, is because I'm talking about it on here, I definitely see the unfortunate outcomes of of my thoughts and my feelings. And I struggle day by day, day by day. What's my podcast about? Just being honest. It's about me. So I struggle day by day. I miss him. I love him. And, you know, honestly, I just, I don't want to live anymore, man. You get to a point to where I'm, that's, that's always a security blanket, even though if they help you or not, if you have parents that, that help you financially or emotionally or not, if they don't help you, it doesn't matter. What matters is, is they're still your parents and they're still there, no matter what. My parents are gone. There's nothing there. There's nothing. You walk the cliff and you just fall over. There is no foundation whatsoever left. Whatsoever. And that's it. So you just, it's the end. And I'm struggling, man. I am struggling. Day by day. Moment by moment. I'm confused. I'm hurt. I feel like I'm... I feel like I'm out of place. Struggling just to find where I fit in the world at this time. Because believe it or not, the world is fucked up. And regardless of what my sister younger sister things and I respect her views but Joe Biden and the Biden administration have fucked this country so bad it's insane I mean when you start you hear all this critical race theory you hear about all this this kind of this violence and all this shit happened on the streets. Yeah, it happened when Trump was president, at the end of his presidency. Because of the George Floyd. Of course, that's going to get a bunch of feedback. So that's it. That part of it's expected. Some crime. But now, crime's out of control. 
it's all because of Biden. And I don't care who the fuck you think you are. If you're a Republican or Democrat, all you got to do is take a look around. I mean, are you ignorant? His policies have fucked this country. The border is insane. Now, in my opinion, none of them fuckers were ever vaccinated to come to this country. So they say the White House or whoever says that that new variant, the BA2 or whatever it came from wherever, Africa, how you know it didn't come right fucking from here in the U.S., from all the immigrants that came across our borders that weren't tested, they weren't vaccinated? How do you know the COVID rush of all the people that were infected didn't come from the immigrants that came across our border. It only makes sense. Thousands and thousands of immigrants came across our border. They weren't tested. They weren't vaccinated with any of the vaccines. So what's to say it wasn't spread from that? I'm just saying, people just got to take a closer look. But anyway, Biden fucked this country. He fucked it good. And it doesn't matter what kind of president comes in in 2024. They're going to spend their whole entire term fixing what the Biden administration fucked up. Gas prices are because of him. He's trying to blame it on Putin and the war in Ukraine. He's a liar. It was like seventy-five cents or a dollar more before we even, before they even that started over there in Ukraine. Inflation. Think about inflation. You're already starting to see it. But in my opinion, right now, inflation is what is price gouging. It's not gas but food prices because they're worried about what's coming so they're raising prices they don't need to raise prices they're just doing it because they're paranoid now the real inflation is going to hit when the next harvest hits it's like the harvest that we're paying for right now our goods and services in the market have already been everything's already been calculated with that everything is already on the shelf it's going you know buy sell whatever but then the new harvest the harvest that is coming up that is when you're really going to see inflation hit. That's hitting the farmers right now. 
and it's going to hit the markets when this next harvest comes out, when they release, when the farmers release the next harvest. That's when you're really going to see inflation. Right now, in my opinion, it's just price gouging and people just at grocery stores and maybe uh, department stores or whatever. Maybe they have raised the price a little bit. You got to remember the stock market. Market. Always that it's always reacted on. what they think is going to happen, so they hear all this news about Biden, the war, and inflation, and the cost of oil, so you have all these big companies, and they start getting a little bit worried, so you're like, oh shit, man, we don't know what's going to happen, so maybe you should raise our price on hamburger a dollar a pound until we can figure out what's going on. And that's just a fail-safe. That's, that's a, a presumptuous um, outlook. So that's what we're paying now. That's what is going now. That's what's happening um, as far as departments, gas, food, everything. Now, when the when the impact actually hits the farmers, the cost of fuel and their run their equipment and harvest and you know soil. Once that hits, the next their crop or the next harvest comes out. That's when you're going to see it. Hardcore. As if it's not, you know, bad enough as it is. Sorry about that. So, that's all in my opinion. As far as my life goes, back to that. I was here. I was there for everyone. Every one of my friends at that time, you know, 
years ago or whenever. Always. Wouldn't even bad eye about it. I was here for them. Always. But right now, they say they're here for you. And you can talk to them. But you can kind of sense. People aren't People aren't stupid. We're not ignorant. You can tell just by, well, actually by, you know, even text, at what what someone's true intentions are. And it's fine. I understand, like, people have their lives and, uh, what uh, which is fine but what I don't like is don't fucking tell me that you're fucking here for me just to make yourself look good to someone I'll say oh yeah I was there for that person because that ain't gonna fucking cut it because I know even like through my feelings if someone was truly here for you, they would drop whatever they fucking had and be right fucking here. At least in my view, in, in my world, because that's what I would do for someone else. I wouldn't care. I don't care if I was married. I don't care if I was a priest. I don't care if I was a school teacher. I would drop anything I was fucking doing. sit right next to the person that was suffering for support. So any kind of excuses about I can't come now but I'll come next week or I, I can't come now I'll come next month or I don't have a way I don't, I don't have transportation or uh Whatever, I don't, whatever. There's just a point you reach, in my opinion, this is all my opinion, but this is what this podcast is about, is about me. So it's my opinion. If you really care, you really love somebody, if something tragic happens, and you need to be there, or you want to be there by that person. You're going to make it happen. doesn't fucking matter if you walk. If, if a friend of mine, his mom passed her dad, and I didn't have transportation, which I don't have transportation, I would walk. Guaranteed. But that's just my view. And I can't... I don't hate people for... Not doing what I would do. But I kind of question... Like, wow, okay. You say you care, you love me, or you're always here, but... 
and you're not really here. And I have that fucking right. I have that goddamn right. After being someone's friend for 20 fucking years, I have that fucking right. I guess I'm just being... I don't know. Anyway, there's no one here right now. And I'm struggling. I know I'll get through it because I got through it with my mom. It just makes it a little easier when you have someone to talk to. And it was my it was my friend Tom that told me that the best way I guess is to express yourself, like talk to somebody, blah blah blah, like what I'm doing here on my podcast. So he you know, in in roundabout ways, like, yeah, you need to, that will help you. So that's what I'm discussing here. Do I, I, I don't know if it helps. I don't know. I know I got a lot of feelings. I'm all twisted up inside. I'm all fucked up. And I'm thinking really fucked up. thinking of, you know, shit I shouldn't be thinking about. I mean, is it a cry out? Maybe. I don't know. I've never been in that situation. All I know is I'm hurting and... It's a day-by-day thing. Um, a lot different than it was with my mom. But maybe I think the impact of losing both parents and not just having nothing left. And it's definitely day-by-day. Day. I can't really express my feelings. I'm, my feelings, I'm hurt. I'm in tears. I, I'm going to scream. I'm angry. I don't know what to do. I'm confused. I'm really, really confused. Yes, I guess I'm talking to you guys. Hopefully you can hear me. It's like with the people of Ukraine. God bless God bless Ukraine and the people of Ukraine. God, they're warriors. I support them one hundred percent. Every aspect of the Ukrainian 
response to Russians ridiculous and uncalled for invasion unwarranted unjustified I stand with Ukraine 100% it's like people are fucking dying over there dying probably by the minute and Biden has the audacity to talk about his, like, Green New Deal or some kind of transsexual speech, transgender speech, and people are fucking women and children and babies are dying by the minute over there. And you're so fucking preoccupied with that? I can tell you my view on that right here. My view on transgender, it's not welcome in sports, in my opinion. That fucker that has Leah Thompson or whatever, that is a biological male, has stolen the hopes and dreams of those young athletes stolen. And it's bullshit. Those medals should be stripped from him, her. You know, did you ever, did you ever know that when he competed as a male, which he is, a biological male, he was subpar in his division. Subpar, which means he was like not the greatest. But of course, like, oh, I'm I'm transgender now, and I'm switching to a female, so I'm gonna com compete in the female swimming and be at the top, number one. It's ridiculous, ludicrous, and insane. He'd be stripped of his medals. Stripped. And maybe he should take a look in the fucking mirror at who he really is. Because you don't need to step on someone to get ahead. And that's all he, she is doing. He couldn't make it as a man in that swimming lead, so he decided to transgender into whatever. And all of a sudden, he eliminates any kind of competition because it's a male body against female swimmers it's ridiculous anyway I kind of messed up so that's how I'm going to go have a good one